Hello and welcome to the Frontline Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is John Hausler. You're listening to the audio version of the Fantasy Hangover. Now that it's 2017 and the fantasy football season is over and my first place victory of the inaugural Frontline Fantasy Football League is finally official, I thought I'd take a look back at the 2016 regular season and hand out some awards to the most deserving players in the final edition of the Fantasy Hangover. First up, MVP David Johnson. This one is kind of a no-brainer. Even though for some reason he isn't being considered for league MVP, David Johnson has been the fantasy football MVP this year in my book. He finished as the running back one overall in his lowest scoring week was this past Sunday, and that's only because he suffered a nasty injury in the first quarter, which now has been ruled as an MCL sprain. He ended the season with 1,239 rushing yards, 879 receiving yards, and 20 total touchdowns. That's pretty insane. Compared to Ezekiel Elliott, Johnson has more total yards and more touchdowns, and Johnson is doing all of that with the less talented offensive line. I think someone should just give Johnson the MVP, tro- MVP trophy already. Most improved, that'd be Melvin Gordon. If you would have told me at the beginning of the season that Melvin Gordon would be a legitimate RB1 this season and finish as running back 8 overall, I would have laughed in your face. This year, Gordon rushed for 997 yards and had 12 total touchdowns. Last year, he had 641 rushing yards and zero touchdowns. That's definitely an improvement. Next up, Mr. Consistent, that goes to Le'Veon Bell. Even though he was suspended the first three games of the season, Le'Veon Bell was on one this year. He finished as the running back four in fantasy and didn't even play week 17. From week four to week 16, Bell had 1,268 rushing yards, 616 receiving yards, and nine total touchdowns. His lowest fantasy output was six points in standard, and that was week nine against the Ravens. Other than that, he's finished with double-digit fantasy points every week. That's consistency at its best. I also can't talk about Bell without mentioning his 47-point game in Week 14, the most ever for a running back this year. Next up, most iconic running back duo, Devonta Freeman and Tevin Coleman. When you combine their stats, they had 1,599 rushing yards, 883 receiving yards, and 24 total touchdowns. Name a more iconic running back duo this year. I will wait. Next up, biggest disappointment, Todd Gurley and Cam Newton. New year, different me. Neither of these two players lived up to their expectations, and half the time, fantasy owners didn't even start them or shouldn't have. Hopefully next season they can turn it around. Next up, most frustrating, DeAndre Hopkins. The difference between last season and this season is pretty crazy for DeAndre Hopkins. Last year, he had 1,521 receiving yards and 11 touchdowns. This year, he had 954 receiving yards and only four touchdowns. That's frustrating, especially if he was, here, if he was your first-round pick. Next up, we had Mr. Consistent. Now, here's Mr. Inconsistent, Allen Robinson. With only five games of double-digit fantasy points this year, Allen Robinson has been an inconsistent bust. Part of that's due to Blake Bortles, not all Robinson's fault, but he is kind of also to blame just with drop passes and uh, weird route running this year. By the end of the season, he was a free agent in all four of my leagues. Ouch. Next up, we have the straight out of nowhere award. That's Michael Thomas, Jay Ajay, and Dak Dak Prescott. These three players came out of nowhere. Jay Ajay was around, but he wasn't worthy of a roster spot before his breakout game. Michael Thomas wasn't drafted in most leagues, but finished as a wide receiver nine overall. And no one guessed the impact Dak Prescott would have make this year. All three of these players will be prime, prime fantasy candidates next year, and I'm excited to see what they'll do. Rookie of the year goes to Ezekiel Elliott. 
Sorry, Dak. Elliott wins Rookie of the Year for me. He had 1,631 rushing yards, 363 receiving yards, and 16 total touchdowns. Next up, highest scoring fantasy player, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, this is an award. Rodgers averaged 22.8 points per game and had seven games with 25-plus fantasy points. The runner-up was Matt Ryan. Next up, the underappreciated. That would be T.Y. Hilton, Devontae Adams, and LaShawn McCoy. These three have proven to be the most underappreciated in my own opinion. T.Y. Hilton led the NFL with 1,448 receiving yards. Devontae Adams proved himself as a wide receiver, too, with four 100-plus yard games and 12 total touchdowns. He finished the season as wide receiver seven. LaShawn McCoy finished as running back three overall and had 1,267 rushing yards, 356 receiving yards, and 14 total touchdowns. Next award, comeback game strong. That's DeMarco Murray and Jordy Nelson. After a terrible season last year on the Eagles, DeMarco Murray returned in grand form, proving that it was Chip Kelly's fault that he sucked. Jordy Nelson's return was another question mark going into the season, but he came back in a huge way, finishing as wide receiver one overall. Next up award flying under the radar, Jordan Howard. Another rookie that came out of nowhere this year, Jordan Howard had an incredible season. He broke the Bears' rookie rushing record, which was previously held by Matt Forte, and showed that he is not a fluke. Yet, he is still flying under the radar, probably because he's on a bad team. That never stopped Forte from going off in the past, and I think Howard is going to keep his hot streak going next year. Next up, good, not great. That'd be Lamar Miller and Amari Cooper. These two had such potential, but ultimately they didn't meet their expectations. These two also could have been put in the inconsistent category, but they deserved a better award than that, I thought. Next up, participation award. That's Adrian Peterson and Jamal Charles. Thanks for trying, guys. Maybe next year, if you're ever the same. Insert tear emoji here. Next up, most headaches. Jordan Reed, Rob Gronkowski, and Latavius Murray. Reed had actual headache problems. Reed concussion. Gronk was always hurt, and Murray went from workhorse to RBBC, then back to workhorse, then back to RBBC again. Poor Murray. Next up, Devin Hester copycat. That'd be Tyreek Hill. Why didn't the Bears use Devin Hester like the Chiefs are using Tyreek Hill? Hill's been mighty impressive the past month, and he's getting a freaky fast touchdown every single week. He's a punt returner, wide receiver, and running back every now and then. All in one, and he's dangerous. Most entertaining, Odell Beckham Jr. and Mike Evans. Some of the coolest highlights I've seen this year have been from OBJ and Mike Evans. They make catching footballs look easy, and they deserve all the praise. Most easily forgotten, Brandon Marshall. Brandon who? He was runner-up for biggest disappointment of the year because he was basically non-existent the second half of the season. Sad day. The next award is 100-0, real quick. Matt Forte, Kelvin Benjamin, and you could add... And Marvin Jones. They started off so strong, but they ended so badly, especially Forte. Next up, 0-100 real quick. That's Bilal Powell. Started as the backup to Forte, now he's number one. Powell has been has proven that he's the best running back on the Jets right now. 0-100, then 100-0. That's Thomas Rawls. Thomas Rawls has given fantasy owners many headaches, as his injuries, one great game, and then consistently terrible performances has taken everyone on a wild ride that they just want to get off of. Next up, most confusing team that goes to a tie. That's New Orleans Saints and Oakland Raiders. You think of Cooks, Ingram, Hightower, Latavius Murray, Cooper, Cap Crabtree. How will they do this week? Nobody knows. Worst quarterback, Brock Osweiler. What else is there to say about him? Most surprising benching, that'd be Tony Romo. R.I.P. Romo, may you, may you find peace and a starting spot on a different team. Best boot. 
That's Justin Tucker. If there's a god of NFL kickers, then Justin Tucker would be his son. May your boot never fail. That's going to do it for the first year of the Fantasy Hangover. Thanks for listening and sticking around. It means a lot. See you all in the fall.